Welcome to the Embodied Rider podcast. My name is Julika Valentina and I'm an expert for trauma and neuro-centered bodywork for horse riders. Have you experienced situations with your horse where the emotions, mindset or body was in the way and you would have wished for a solution? Then this is the perfect podcast for you. Welcome to today's episode. It's already the fourth episode and today it's all about shutting up and listen. In the German language there is a very nice saying, um, das Pferd auf Ehrenwort in Freiheit entlassen, which can be translated like um, releasing the horse uh, with a word of honor into freedom. And to me this saying is is really one of the key sentences leading me and my personal riding. Because I really try hard within a working fashion, and if that's riding or groundwork, to take the time to shut up and just to listen to the horse. And allowing the horse really to find the answer so to me, fine riding really is using impulses and really trying not to get stuck in something like micromanaging the horse or micro-shaping the horse. So to me, if there is a take, there needs to be a give. Um, so using impulses to me really means asking the horse a question and then shutting up and waiting if the horse can find the answer. Well, and to me, this waiting for the horse is really hard to do because everyone who knows me knows that I'm not a patient <laughs> person. Um, and it's hard for me to be patient and to wait and just to to not doing something at all in that moment, not offering help, not supporting, not providing something to the horse. And it's quite interesting how I find myself in situations where I feel um, that it's really important that I give the other person or the horse more time a really good example for this is my daughter. So my daughter turns four in December and she's about to learn um, to put her shoes on herself. And I think there are two reasons why this is hard for me. <laughs> and the first is just sometimes we're a bit in a hurry and it's quicker if I'm going to do it and, and it's really just being impatient and 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 so so there is a feeling of let's just get the job done which is not very valuable for her right and the second feeling really is that loving mom and this inner voice really just wants to support and help and maybe even to show love in that perspective, which is quite interesting because there is no sense in me to, to push the situation. Um, 
or even to help her because if I'm not able to give her the time she needs to do it herself, she won't ever be able to do it herself, right? So I experience every morning the situation where, where it's really all about me stepping backward, taking a, a deep breath, <laughs> exhaling, and then just allowing the time it needs. And I think in riding, we should step back, um, stop talking, stop wanting something, but just waiting for the answer. And to me, that really is releasing the horse with a word of honor into freedom. Allowing the mistake really enables learning. And um, movement science and motivation science um, both say clearly if there is intrinsic motivation, um, it's so much more valuable to the horse to own a movement and also in um, movement science we know and I think we know this from our own experience from dancing classes if we really figure out ourselves how to do a certain movement and we incorporate this movement and it goes we really like integrate the movement and it goes all the way down to our own selves. And there is a deep understanding of that movement. We will be able to, to own the movement and to be in flow while doing a movement. So the quality of the movement will be much higher compared to a situation where we just follow instructions. And as I said before, to me, good riding, fine riding in partnership really means to enable the horse to own the movement, to enable the horse to, to have intrinsic motivation for movement, for positions. Um, so I really want the horse to be, to be a partner. And it also really reflects on, on yourself um because well have you ever learned another language than your mother tongue so well i did um and have you ever experienced that you ask a question in that new language and then you you got an answer but by listening to the answer you kind of figured that the way you put your question and the way you used your words, maybe the only words being available at that stage to you in that specific language, somehow didn't work out. So the answer is not really an answer to your question. And, and maybe you have experienced while listening to someone answering your questions, how to rephrase the question in order to get actually the information you were looking for. Have you ever experienced such a situation? Well, I did, especially when I lived in Spain. <laughs> Spanish people are, well, you couldn't say they're, they're not patient, but, well, they have a lot of temperament. <laughs> and I experienced situations where they would just get louder and louder and shouting 
because they felt like I, I didn't understand them because maybe, you know, they didn't really speak up, which was quite interesting um, and really didn't give me any answer. And I think we can compare um, and we can learn from such a situation, learning a new language um, to our writing, because sometimes when we ask a question using a cue or let's say maybe a rain aid and we ask the question and then we shut up and, and we listen and, and we just wait and we're patient for the horse to find the answer, um, then we really get good feedback also on our question. So depending on, on the quality of the answer of the horse, we probably get good feedback on, on our vocabulary, on our communication skills. Um, and I think that is very, very valuable. And in my experience, I feel that we can really improve from going um, back to vocabulary um, studies um, where we get like very clear on, on which cues, um, uh, which rein aids, which leg aids, which seat positions we use to actually communicate with the horse. And if the answer of the horse is wrong, that doesn't even mean that the horse got the wrong answer, but that maybe our question was kind of poor. And there is another important aspect of this. So if you think about muscles, and about the function of muscle, then we know that a muscle can tightening and can release again. So a muscle might need to close up and then open up again. So we have these two and once we are very busy, our muscles will be very busy. So if we're like not stop talking to the horse, um, being micromanaging and micro-shaping the horse, our body gets really busy, which means our muscular system gets very busy. And if your muscle is really busy, it might be quite tight because it's so activated all the time, because it holds on to, let's say, maybe a rain aid or your leg squeezes and is not letting go again, but, but tries to squeeze, squeeze, squeeze until there is the answer you're looking for. And if that's what you do, it means that your, your muscle is really busy, your leg is really busy, and this will decrease um, your feel. So the perception of your muscle, the information the muscle can take um, will be decreased which then means because you're so busy with your muscles, your muscles cannot really feel and perceive information, which means you, you get just poor information into your system, which then leads to probably poor quality decisions in terms of, of, of cues and also in terms of timing. So, 
I feel the more loose and supple we are and the more we manage to not only shutting up in our mindset but really like shutting up in our body and just listening to the horse and following the motion while we listen for the answer, our muscular system is able to take everything into account and that makes and enables us to make um, wise decisions maybe for a next cue needed, right? So I feel in riding it's really about focus and feel and to me this moment where we are focused um, where we need to use a cue, we need to breathe in a specific way, we need to put our body into a certain position, we need to move our hand or our feet or our seat bone, whatever it is, that moment will always create tension. And there is nothing to worry about if after that impulse, there is this moment of release of letting go, of shutting up and of listening. Um, so our system can relax into the horse's system, staying open-minded for the horse's answer. So good riding to me is really a mixture of focus and feel and, and really a mixture of the switch, being able to switch quickly from, from one to the other back and forth as needed and it's quite interesting how focus and feeling is um, has really an impact on our body and on our breathing and to make this a little bit more clear you might enjoy a little exercise which I call the thumb exercise. So stretch out your arm in front of you and put your thumb up and then look at your thumb and really focus on it. And then you can feel how everything else gets blurry and but your thumb gets very clear. And if you really focus on your thumb, you can get a lot of information about the skin, about the nail, just, just about everything. How it looks like, how it feels like. So it gives you a lot of, of good information for that moment, but can you feel how focusing on your thumb um, makes you also mm, a bit stiff and that there is kind of a tension of keeping that focus on and on and on. And if you feel and you come, become aware of your breathing, can you feel how your breathing is rather flat and quite controlled? So you're not losing your focus. So it's quite, um, there's quite a price you pay for being as focused, right? Now I would like you to switch into what I call soft eyes. So see if you can focus and see everything. So your thumb is still kind of in that picture, but your thumb starts to, to be blurry and and you can perceive so much more around you. Can you feel how letting go of one specific goal 
makes you feel softer, makes your breathing becoming uh, deeper and softer and how your whole body can kind of relax into this awareness. So now try to switch between focus on your thumb and making your thumb be soft and blurry. And so that to me is a very valuable exercise to, to increase your performance on focus and feeling on maybe talking to the horse, asking a question and then shutting up and feel and wait for the answer. And sometimes we need in riding to switch forward, backward, forward, backward a couple of times. Um, but to me, it is so important to allow the horse some freedom while riding, some freedom while being in, in groundwork or in handwork. So the horse can really be in a good working atmosphere, feeling relaxation and being able to learn. Well, I hope you enjoyed today's talk and feel free to leave me a comment on my Facebook page or sign into my newsletter and I'll talk to you next week. Bye.